you're at lunch, or if you have no appetite, now is a good time to switch off the radio. It will not be pleasant listening. Welcome to the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net. Hosted by a man pining for his audience. Zero point zero. A fun-loving woman. Thank you so much for making my days brighter. And a guy who kind of sounds like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the program, because no refunds will be issued. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the LRWS. I'm Lawrence Ross, and I'm flying solo tonight. I don't know where. Well, uh, uh, well, I know Thomas is currently at work, and Marcy is uh, currently out of pocket, but that's okay. We're going to soldier on, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, just so everyone know that uh, we are not on any of our affiliates at the moment. I don't think we are. It's very bizarre. I mean, I'm looking at the thing right now, and evidently, wait a minute, what, what's going on here with Raz? Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, well, anyway. All right, I'm going to try this again here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. i got to clear this out. Clear something out here. We don't need that. All right, here we go. I'm going to try this now. Here we go. Hopefully we're... All right. All right. I just hit the button. Hopefully we should be live on Raz in a moment here. i got to wait for thing to kick in. Uh, okay. It says we're connected, but uh, let's see. Are we even connected to Raz tonight? All right. It says connected, but did we have to change the password again? Oh, boy. Oh great! Now we're not on. Uh, we're not on. Uh, re- uh, all right. I don't think we're on any of our affiliates tonight, which really sucks. Really, this sucks. But as I said, we're gonna try and uh, we're gonna go on through with this, just to let everybody know that we have. Uh, um, thank you to everybody. Uh, oh boy uh, If I do appear a little out of sorts tonight It's because The uh, the the audio got a little me- The audio feed got a little messed up Before going lot Before showtime And I think we're on Raz right now So I th- it should be good and I, I, uh, uh, There's like a 30 second lag Between uh, Me talking and us being on Raz So stand by I gotta, gotta wait a little bit Wait for this thing to connect there we go. Okay, good. Okay, okay. All right. Whew. That was a close one. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you to everybody who has uh, checked out uh, the uh, podcast on uh, Spotify. We got some new followers. I don't know who they are, unfortunately, because it doesn't tell us. But I think we're up to five, I think. I, I, at last check, we're at five. I mean, I hope to get more. I, I really do. I really do. And coming up, and just to, uh, just to give the uh, schedule here real quick, coming up tonight at 7.30, we're going to be talking with a friend of mine, uh, Holly, in regards to a fundraiser that she is uh, holding. And then coming up on November 20th, we're going to talk with a woman named uh, Kayla out of Canada 
she has a story that she wants to tell everybody in regards to uh, how paramount safety is in in these times, of course, and is it is how secu- it is how safety should be paramount just in in regular times, even if even if even if we weren't dealing with what we're dealing with right now. But that is it here nor there. I uh, um, as I said, stop the show. I had a little uh, uh, had a little bit of wrestling match with some audio uh, stuff happening. Uh, the computer that I was running, I, I had the thing plugged in, but it wasn't playing any, but it wasn't piping into the board. But now it is piped into the board. Just had to just quickly, just uh, quick do a quick uh, reset, or whatever it was, and it uh, got going again. So I do want to thank a couple of people tonight for liking the page, facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Courtney out of uh, Missouri, some part of Missouri she hasn't specified, but thank you, Courtney. Uh, also to oh 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 yeah, uh, Sabrina West and uh, Justin Burnett and Mackie Douglas Walker. Thank you everybody for liking the page. Uh, you'll be receiving acknowledgments uh, when this episode goes up. So thank you everybody for that. And uh, well, I figure. Uh, well, I figure we go ahead and just uh, go ahead and just jump right into it, folks. Uh, let's go into the uh, go this window here. Oh, and and uh, and, and also uh, and also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, Topis here. I forgot to tell you the number to uh, text eight one three six zero two two seven one five. That's eight one three six zero two two seven one five. If you want to get a hold of me, uh, you text and then I dial you up. Because that's how Skype is working these days. Evidently, Skype decided a long time ago to drop the uh, merge call feature. So this is what we're stuck with. So now I got to call you up if you want to be on the air. I know it's wacky, but that's just how it works. Uh, So anyway, uh, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. And also check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash LRWS Productions. Now on to this. Do anything fun this weekend? Curious as to what the guys of the LRWS do when the microphones are turned off? Nope. Neither is the rest of the audience. Oh, shut up. Time for the personal recap. Friday night was Cornhole League, then on Saturday... If I cared about what you do on the weekend, I'd stick a shotgun in my mouth and pull the trigger with my toes. On the LRWS. Alrighty. So on a Friday night, I just uh, kicked back, listened to the bar show a little bit. Then just kind of walked around the apartment, listened to a little bit of music, and then just, uh, 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 well, I was actually kind of tired, so I went to bed kind of early. And then uh, Saturday, Saturday, what I did was I, I pretty much just binge-watched uh, this YouTuber I like, Rob Gavigan is his name. He originally went by the name of Rob Dyke for a while, but then he switched it to Gavigan, or Gavigan, whatever, uh, however it's pronounced, or uh, I can't quite remember all the details as to why he changed it. But he does a lot of uh, Twisted Top Tens, and so I was watching that pretty much all day Saturday. And uh, I do have a couple of things concerning the election, but I'll get to those a little later on. And uh, Sunday was a laundry day, so you know how that goes, folks. You know, laundry. Not much else really to say. And then... Uh, <clears throat> and then... Uh, Monday, Tuesday, regular work day. Wednesday was Veterans Day. Nice day off. Always, always cool to, uh, you know, always cool to, uh, you know, get the day off and enjoy it. And, well, and besides that, <clears throat> well, and besides that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wednesday marked the two-year anniversary. It's when I hung out with the YouTuber Trisha Paytas. And, uh, 
And I've told the story before, but I'll gladly tell it again for any of the new people out there who uh, don't exactly know who she is. I'll give you a brief rundown. Uh, she's a YouTuber out of uh, Los Angeles, California. She does a lot of stuff, various things, music videos, uh, videos where she eats food and talks about it. Those are mukbangs or mukbangs, however it's pronounced. Uh, she does uh, various, you know, like anything, anything in regards to her life, really. She, she, she does it. And uh, she no- she's notorious for uh, messing with people's heads. And a lot of people, you know, those who get it, we get it. Those who don't get it, they have a real big issue with it. And the way they write with such vitriol about her, you would almost think as if, as if she stole from them or something, which is definitely not the case. I have always been pro-Trisha, and I will continue to be pro-Trisha until the day that I am dropped in a casket or stuffed in a crematorium or whatever i will support trisha no matter what and uh I've hung out with her twice would love to hang out with her again and uh well here's here's a um uh here's a couple of highlights from that first time that we hung out uh this is us just hanging out and uh well i should probably go and tell you the uh, the, uh story so i remember i was i was just uh uh, I discovered her on this podcast called the Distorted View, uh, Distorted View Daily. Guy played a clip of her talking, and I'm like, I'd like to hear more of that, please. Thank you very much. And so I did a quick little internet search and put two and two together rather quickly and started following her channel. And uh, I saw she had another channel, so I followed that. And then uh, as time went on, I started taking a look at her uh, Twitter feed, and if, uh, if I had something in the chamber, I'd uh, write it out, send it out. And uh, a couple people in the community took note. They liked it. I'm like, all right, cool. Began getting inroads with them. And I uh, expressed a desire of wanting to meet her one of these days because she sounds like a lot of fun. Everyone, and everyone was ready to support her. They're like, yeah, man, totally, man. If you can do it, man, it'll happen. And so one day the plans aligned. Uh, she was appearing in Denver, and I happened to be in Colorado around the same time. Holly, the woman who you're going to hear from later on tonight, she actually took me to the uh, show. And uh, so... We got our uh, tickets. We're just hanging out in the Wolk Hall. And uh, about, I'd say like 30 seconds after the tickets were distributed, car comes slowly passing by in the snow. Window rolls down. We hear Trisha saying hey to everyone. We start going nuts. We're like kids here in the ice cream, man. We're like, yeah, yeah. We're all celebrating. We're all happy. Then we go inside and uh, then a little line starts uh, forming a little bit. And about 10, 15 minutes later, there we are. We meet. We go in for the hug. She asks me who I am. I explain who I am. I give her a business card that says I'm an internet radio host. I do my Christopher Walken impression. Look, Trisha, I really think your stuff should have more cowbell. She thought that was funny. She loved that. Then we uh, met up again at this uh, other part for the meet and greet people. And uh, so so, so we're hanging out, just uh, talking. And... Uh, I had a t-shirt that says, has anyone seen my dog? Which prompted this. I want to Google you. You're like everything. And this shirt is everything. So there you go. That's a nice little, nice little compliment. Never heard uh, anyone say that to me before. Very nice of you. And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, then a couple seconds later, uh, um, uh, she was marveling at my impressions because uh, she liked my Christopher Walken impression. She says, who else do you do? I say, well, I'm a big Family Guy fan, and well, here's here here's here's a little clip of me doing Stewie and uh, Peter. Here you go. Where did? I, 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 I,
good. Well, Mother, I can bring a gift. I'll give you a hint. It's in my diaper, and it's not a toaster. Crap. <laughs> yeah, so 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 being able to make her laugh really really made me feel special. So 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 I talk a little bit uh, uh, so we talk a little bit more and you know we share some laughs and stuff like that. It's a great time. Then the show happens and uh, then there's a Q and A and uh, well this uh, uh, well this happened. I, I was the last guy in the Q and A and well. Here's what happened on that day. Thank you to Create Ghetto Art Trademark for uploading this video. We're going to wrap up with one more question down here. Lawrence down here. Back in 2012, you won America's Got Talent. What was it like when you met the great Howard Stern? <laughs> I should probably clarify what I said there because it sounds a little, uh, sounds like there's a lot of uh, noise in the background. And that there is. There's the crowd going nuts. There's Trisha laughing, having a great time. And in the midst of all that, I'm going, hey now, Baba Booey to y'all. So anyway, continuing. This is Blind Lawrence, by the way. He has an internet radio show. He is blind, and his name is Blind Lawrence, and I love it. It's his Twitter handle, so he's everything. Um, I love you. Um, you're everything. He's good at impressions. I met him before the show. Uh, he's just so great. So thank you very much, Trisha, for that. And Trisha actually said, uh, uh, before we parted ways, uh, she said to me, I'm going to follow you on Twitter. And she did. And she still does to this very day. So I'm very happy about that. Very happy about that. Makes me make, makes me feel very happy. Trisha is a very sweet woman. And I'd like to get her on the show one of these days. That that, that would be uh, be quite a milestone for me. I'd, I'd, I'd be uh, uh, pretty happy about that. Well, hang on a second. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, man, uh, time for the ego check. Oh, gosh. Dude, why didn't you ring the doorbell like last week? Well, the reason why is because I was in your pantry, uh-huh, and uh, you got a lot of uh, spicy food, man. And so, you can have any taste buds by the time you leave Kansas, man. You're going to burn them all off because you ate, uh, what do you got? Spicy Pringles, uh, spicy Doritos, uh, spicy Fritos, the mini bag, the big bag, and all the other uh, spicy stuff you get from Price Chopper, man. Try health food, you know, maybe like a banana or an apple or something that will make uh, bathroom time painful for you. Get out of here, man. Oh, oh, and uh, oh, and by the way, I heard you were talking about uh, that, uh, you know, I heard you talking about Trisha. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Are you going to end your show with your little uh, tribute song, for you know, your little, uh, you know, your little uh, tribute song? As a matter of fact, yes, I am. Damn! Why did I know that? Well, because I'm doing your voice. Oh, well, of course. Amateur Phil Henry! All right, thank you. Sheesh. What's up with that guy? <laughs> All right, so that's taken care of. So I figured I'd just reflect a little bit because, you know, times are, you know, times are, you know, times are kind of, yeah, so, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta be happy. Gotta try and be as happy as humanly possible. But, uh, yeah, so uh, there was that. And, uh, well, that's pretty much it. I figure I go ahead and, uh, you know, I figure I go and do this now because if I don't, I'm probably going to run out of time. And, uh, anyway, because I want to get ready for Holly at 7.30, about 7.30. So, here we go. Time for sports, everybody. Baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Football. 
football. Call it Australian so that ESPN will run it all night and never explain the rules to anybody. And all the other sports in between. You ever watch golf on television? It's like watching flies fuck. Time for the sports section on the LRWS. One of the things to consider is that even though we're in the midst of a pandemic, the one thing that we cannot escape is the boringness that is Jim Nance because the Masters are on TV. They were going to do the Masters usual time of year, but they decided not to because of uh, the coronavirus. Now they're doing it. And Jim Nance, I imagine, is calling it. And I don't know, Jim Nance, he just, I don't know, he just sounds incredibly boring when he speaks. It's like, it's like, it's not all that interesting when he does it, so, especially when he calls the Masters. And especially when he intros it. <clears throat> With this whole thing of something like this. Now, I would like to say that my Jim Nance impression is not so great, so you got to bear with me. Here we go. Hello, friends, and welcome to Augusta. The sun shines brightly this morning as we take a look at the stats. Tiger Woods is three strokes ahead of the pack, as he always is. Tiger Woods. Look at how confident he is behind his coronavirus mask. Behind that mask is a smile. A smile that says... After this, I'm going to bang a Hooters waitress and then crash my vehicle into a telephone pole. We all know what happened last time that happened in 2009 on a beautiful Thanksgiving evening at 2 o'clock in the morning. He crashed his vehicle into a tree and his wife at the time took a golf club and just went crazy. Absolutely crazy. Now, for you millennials who don't know who I am, I'm that voice you hear on Madden, the Madden franchise, when you aren't playing on Xbox Live with your friends and calling each other punks because Eli Manning got intercepted. I'm that guy who you don't hear because you always turn the sound down so you can play with your friends on Xbox Live. But trust me, trust me, millennials. You'll know who I am, because I call the NCAA games, the basketball games, and every year, I give a tie to a player who I really admire. Well, he thinks I admire them, but I really could give a crap about him. He's just going to take that tie and put it on his door to let his frat buddies know, hey man, I'm banging someone tonight. Uh, Mr. Uh, Nance? Yes? That term is very offensive. Please use the correct uh, language. I'm sorry. The gender-neutral individual with XY chromosomes making passionate quits to the gender-fluid individual with two X chromosomes in the gender-neutral dorm room. Thank you. The Masters on CBS. Wow. Very boring and bland. So there we go. Stay that live on the fly. So that's pretty much all I had in regards to that. So that's pretty much done. Now, time to take a look at the uh, football standings real quick. Then after the football standings, I'm going to call Holly. So taking a look at the stats right now. Hang on, I figure I should get the music ready. Hold on, where's where's the... Uh, all right, where is it? I just had it here on my notepad. Okay. Okay, well, you know, I probably get the music in the background, so uh, here we go. There we go. All right. 
Looking at the stats currently for this past week, reads as follows. I got six correct predictions, eight wrong ones. My record is currently 77, 55, and 1. Thomas is 8 and 6. 90, 42, and 1. And the NFL Network, oh, they beat us 10 4. 83, 49, and 1. Here we go with week 10. Here we go. Eagles and Giants. Thomas is going Eagles. NFL's going Giants. I'm going Eagles. Giants are not so good this year, folks. Jaguars at Packers. Packers, everyone. Eh, I might as well. Just let you know, the Chiefs had a bye week, have a bye week this week, but it was a real nail-biter of a game. 67-yard field goal. Almost made it by Carolina, but it was to the right. They couldn't make it. Washington at the Lions. I'm still not intimidated by the Washington football team name, so I'm going with the Lions like everybody else in this club. Texans at the Browns. Thomas is going with the Browns, and NFL Network's going with Texans. I'm going to go with Thomas on this one. I'm going Browns. Bucks at Panthers. Thomas is going Buccaneers. Oh, God, did they crap the proverbial bed. And NFL Network's going with the Panthers this week. I'll go with the Panthers this week. Maybe they can redeem themselves because they're playing a team that's admittedly not as powerful as the Chiefs. Not that I'm trying to exert my superiority because I live in Kansas, I'm just saying. Chargers at Dolphins. And we got Thomas going Chargers, NFL going with the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the... Ooh, you know, I'm going to go with the Thomas on this one. Chargers. Broncos at the Raiders. Everyone's going with the Raiders. I'm sorry, I'm in an island. Oh, but I'm a lonesome. I'm going with the Broncos. Bills at the Cardinals. Everyone's going Cardinals, so I'll go Cardinals. Why not? 49ers at the Saints. Thomas is going 49ers. NFL's going to go Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. Oh, and the Saints go marching in. Oh, did they do a number on Tampa Bay? Seahawks at the Rams. Everyone's going with the Rams. I'm going with the Seahawks on this one, people. Uh, The Bengals at the Steelers. Woo, boy. I'm going to go, well, everyone else is going Steelers, so, you know, I'll keep the peer pressure. Why not? Go with the Steelers. All right, Baltimore at New England. Everyone's going with New England. I'm going to go, ooh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to go Baltimore. And the last game on the docket, Vikings at the Bears. And everyone's going to go with uh, going with the Bears. All right. I'll go, you know, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I'm going to go with the Vikings. All right. So there we go with that. Now I got to do something here. Nothing. I got to call Holly real quick. All right. Where is, what's going on here? Uh, what's, what's going on here? <clears throat> oh, man. Sheesh. <laughs> How many times when, when you want something to work, it doesn't work? You know? <laughs> what a bummer that is. Ugh, shoot. Well, actually, you know, this actually be a good time to, uh, go into this real quick. I, I, I want to, uh, I want to talk about the election real quick. Uh, well, supposedly we got a new president, Joe Biden. And uh, Trump is out. 
But it's nice to know that this election did not go the same way the Florida election went. Now, I want to play this for you. This is from a guy, this is from a radio broadcaster, David Ross. I'm not sure if he's doing radio anymore. But he did this uh, back during the Florida, the, the 2000 election with the hanging chads and all that stuff, the uh, Florida election, where Florida took six weeks to decide the president. And uh, he did a takeoff on the South Park song, Blame Canada. <coughs> and this is called... Uh, Blame Florida. Be back after this, hopefully, with Holly. Stand by. Life was calm, as normal as could be. They held a big election and they put it on TV. We sat and watched the votes come in and everything was fine. Except for the state that couldn't make up its mind. Blame Florida. Blame Florida. And if we had half a brain, we would give it back to Spain. Blame Florida! Blame Florida! That's what happens when you make a state with sand. <laughs> Other states avoided this mistake. They use a kind of ballot that is really hard to break. Floridians can tie their shoes and even zip their pants. But punching a hole is apparently too advanced. Blame Florida! Blame Florida! Ever since election day, the Cubans float the other way. Blame Florida! Blame Florida! That's why Elian is never coming back. We blame the exit pollers and we blame the candidates. We blame the Constitution, but frankly, it's too late. And if the founding fathers were still around today, I think I know exactly what they say. Blame Florida! Blame Florida! If only Ponce de Leon had just amused himself at home! Blame Florida! Blame Florida! Well, maybe that isn't fair. Because after all, it's full of people from New York! <laughs> after all, it's full of people from New York. You know, he's actually not too far off. He really isn't. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to call up uh, Holly real quick. This is an old friend of mine who I've known for eight years or so. Eight years. Met her at Hookah Bar one night. And uh, we're going to try her right now. Oh, it should be connecting. Stand by. Hello. Yeah, Holly. Hey, Lauren. Hey, what's happening? Uh, not much. Just in the trailer. <laughs> All right. All right, then. <laughs> All right, then. Fantastic. Uh, okay. All right, then. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the LRWS. We have with us uh, Holly. Uh, I always miss if I pronounce your last name. Is it uh, uh, Boleski? Boleski? Bolesky? You got it. Uh, got it, Bolesky. Okay, Bolesky. All right. Okay, everyone. Okay, and uh, and and just want to just give a quick little backstory in regards to uh, Holly. As I met uh, Holly one evening at a uh, hookah bar, uh, it was like eight years ago. It was actually it was it was actually the night before my niece was born. I was just hanging out there. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I was just hanging out there and just uh, you know enjoying the night and I had my cane out and uh, and. And and I wasn't like, sure if I was going to be going anywhere in regards to like moving to a different couch or anything like that. But uh, but uh, but if I remember right, I think uh, if I remember right. Uh, uh, I think you were on the couch right across from me, uh, and you saw my cane. You said something effective like, "Hey, what is that? A nunchuck?" Hey, everybody! <laughs> and I heard that, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, come on over here. Let's hang out." And so we've been uh, <laughs> we've been tight ever since. We have uh, hung out in the past. We've uh, uh, mainly, mainly, uh, 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 
uh, mainly whenever we hang out, we usually will either hit up a hookah bar or you go out to eat or do like a rock climbing thing. We did that one time. We did rock climbing one time. Uh, oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 was that was uh, um, uh, that was fun. Uh, uh, we actually have um, uh, uh, we actually spent the whole day together one time. Uh, Veterans Day of 2018. I just talked about that about uh, oh like 10, 15 minutes ago. Um, uh, just uh, uh, just the uh, five. Uh, and some of us just hanging out with uh, Trisha and just having a great time there. And, uh, and and the thing and the thing and the thing that sticks out with me is I'll never forget Trisha's up there doing her thing, and uh, and uh, uh, you were just wondering, okay, how do I describe this to a blind guy? She just took off this article of clothing at like a rapid clip. Now she's got this going on. How do I describe this? It's such a rapid clip. How do I describe this to him? And uh, in the back, when I'm like, there's really need to describe it. I can kind of you know, I can't picture it. <laughs> oh gosh yeah but anyway and it was in a blizzard uh, yeah. was a, there was a blizzard that day oh god oh, oh that's oh that's right yeah yeah i, I mean you know there's I, I you know i thought i thought it was like a light like snow dusting but geez you'll blo- wow man it was a it was a full-blown blizzard it was quite the adventure <laughs> <laughs> it was it was you know you and uh um uh, let's see. Uh, you know, yeah, there's uh, um, uh, there's a lot of thi- you know there's a lot of things to factor in. There was me with my cane. There was you with your service dog Reagan, um, which uh-huh. yep. Uh, so there's so there's a lot of uh, um, uh, so a lot of different factors to uh, factor in regards to uh, that. Uh, but uh, but the uh, um, uh, uh, reason I got you on Holly tonight is uh, you have a uh, fundraiser that you have on uh, Facebook. It's called Holly's Trailer Mold Disaster Fund. Is that the name of it? I know it's a bit of a cumbersome title, but it's that's what it's called. Yeah, right? I couldn't think of a better way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, how else do you describe it? So, well, uh, 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 well, my question is: so, 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 what I can basically gather is, uh, what I can basically gather is, uh, uh, you have this traveling trailer, and uh, well, well, uh, um, uh, uh, well, me trying to explain the story. How about you tell the story? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's your thing. I mean, it's actually, you, actually. Yeah, it's a, Take it it's away. a long story. Um, but the story actually starts, um, let's see, maybe six or nine months after we met Trisha, actually. So um, a few months after you were there in November, um, I moved in with a friend who I thought was a friend, and I was still working at the bike shop. And then uh, my friends kind of went crazy, and so I ended up leaving their house under police protection and slept in a tent for a while and couch surf trying to find housing while I was still working in Colorado. Um, I was able, actually able to secure um, purchasing a house because it was way cheaper than paying rent in the Denver area. Um, and then less than a year after I got the house, my um, military-related disabilities started worsening or getting the better of me, depending on how you look at it. Um, and I was un- unable to work anymore, so I ended, up having to, I ended up losing my house and having to sell it before it went into foreclosure. So my mom had to come up and help me pack all my stuff and drive me back to Florida. And they found an old travel trailer for me to live in on my sister's farm. Um, just kind of a temporary kind of SOS kind of housing situation. Um, and that was back in end of July of last year when I moved into the travel trailer. Then during COVID back in this year in mid-April, the county decided to start enforcing a bunch of codes that no one knew about, you know, in their 80,000-page code books that no one can ever find what they're looking for in. Homeowners Association? And they, was like a homeowners association kind of deal? 
Yeah, well, this was in Hillsborough County. I was living on my sister's farm on my travel trailer, and the county came through and told everyone that was living in a travel trailer, um, basically they couldn't live in a travel trailer that was hooked up to water or sewer, and they gave me two weeks to get out or they were going to start finding $1,000 a day. So I had obviously living in a travel trailer without water and without sewer doesn't really work. <laughs> and so I packed up most of the stuff I had, or at least some necessities in my van, and tried to look for a work camping position and um, left the travel trailer on my sister's property hooked up to electric with the you know air conditioning on and stuff for my cat. Well, eventually my sister, um, they had to rehome my cat due to some extenuating circumstances that I don't really want to get into right now. Um, so everything was fine. I finished my, I scored a work camping job in North Carolina um, that I was able to do with my tent, which was a total godsend. And then when I came back um, end of October to get my travel trailer, somehow the electricity had been disconnected and my entire travel trailer, um, first of all, I didn't know it at the time, but several compartments had been flooded and no one had noticed or checked or told anyone. And then the electric got turned off somehow. So my entire travel trailer was sitting in the Florida elements with no ventilation for an undetermined period of time. So the entire thing grew mold. Um, and there was black mold in multiple areas. And so that was everything that didn't fit in my van that was in there. So the only, I only took about a week or 10 days worth of clothes with me. And obviously in a van, cause I have adaptive equipment, there wasn't room for a lot of necessities. So, um, like all of my bedding, all of my clothes, um, all of Reagan's beds besides the bed that he uses in the van were in there. Um, my massage table for my sound therapy practice was in there. Um, all of the sporting goods that didn't fit in my van, including my backpacking stuff when I tried to hike the Appalachian Trail was in there, all of my sewing stuff, um, my martial arts equipment, my ice skates, um, my letterman jacket I earned during an internship in college was in there, uh, my baby blankets. So everything basically had to be thrown out due to the mold. Um, and then the travel trailer was filled with mold and damage, so we couldn't use it anymore either. So I'm basically down to the stuff that was in my van because obviously it was in North Carolina, it was protected. And then some stuff that was non-porous, like some kitchen stuff was, was salvaged. Um, but everything else had to be thrown away. Oh man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh gosh. But, uh, but, uh, 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 but you do have a, uh, fundraiser going on on Facebook. Uh, but, but the only, but, uh, but the only drawback is that I can't say to people, okay, go to facebook.com forward slash this, this, and this. No. The address is like facebook.com forward slash 87496811201, this, that, and the other. A <laughs> whole bunch of numbers and stuff. And so it's a little hard to accurately promote it in regards to, you know, like a shorthand kind of a thing. So, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so. Yeah, it should be it should be public on Facebook if it people is. want to search for it. it I've is. never done a fundraiser on Facebook, and my friends kind of pressured me into doing it. Right. So the title, yeah, the title of my fundraiser, if anyone is interested, is Holly's Trailer Mold Disaster Fundraiser. That's right. So you can go uh, look that up, and currently, and yeah, yep, and uh, and and just let me know that. Uh, um, uh, just let me know that. Uh, uh, just, you know that uh, 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 I was looking at the uh, stats 
Uh, currently, 16 people have donated it. It's uh, 585 currently, and the goal is, what, $1,500? Yeah, just because it was, yeah, my sporting equipment in there, and, yeah, like, I'm literally down to, like, road, you know, like, week or two worth of vacation and stuff, and that's all I've got right now. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to need some, like, the mattress top and then I had the trailer that was moldy was, like, brand new, and, yeah, it's just that stuff, like, crazy, crazy expensive. So I'm just trying to get enough money to, and I'm on, because of my disabilities, the VA hasn't been... I filed for a new disability rating when I lost my house, and the VA has denied my claim so far. So I'm on an incredibly limited income right now. I'm unable to work. Oh. Um, so my income goes to basic necessities like car insurance and groceries. So it's not like I have a huge, you know, spray floating funds laying around right now. So it's just, <clears throat> I can't even, yeah, right now actually my trailer, the trailer that I got is um, actually I'm sitting in the parking lot of the repair shop because the slide of my new trailer is damaged. Oh. So, um, yeah, so we're just not, we're not in a very good Right now. <laughs> oh, and, and it's and it, and it really you know you know and it really you know you know it really sucks i mean you know it really sucks in regards to uh what you said back there in regards to saying how the va has denied you basically and you're a veteran so you know that has got to feel like the ultimate insult to you because you know you're in the military you served honorably and you know here you go trying to you know you know here you are trying to you know, get your life back in order, and the VA has basically denied you, basically. So, like, you know, that that's yeah, they're they're oh. yeah, they they've got me on a very limited rating, and it seems like no matter what I do, I can't really get them to listen. Like people that I talk to in the VA, they all are like, "Wow, you should, you know, they should be they should be doing more for you." And I was like, "I agree," and then I apply, and the powers that be pretty much just say "f you" every time. Oh. Um, so I don't. I mean, I'm looking at attorneys right now and stuff, but it's going to be a long process. I mean, I've applied for Social Security and been denied as well, so it's just oh. the VA process takes... I mean, this last decision, it took them a year and a half to make a decision, and then they said no. Oh, gosh. A year and a half, and they deny you. Oh. Yes. Gosh. Oh, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, you know, you know, it's really sad that, you know, this is, you know, this is, you know, this is supposed to be, you know, this is supposed to, you know, you know, this is, you know, this is supposed to be America. This is supposed to be a country that supposedly is supposed to treat our vets with class and respect. Meanwhile, you know, you know, meanwhile, you know, we have stories like this. Uh, uh, I have a friend who, maybe I've told you this, but uh, back in 2011, this friend of mine, he went to uh, a uh, restaurant. He went to a uh, Hooters one night and he was with his service dog. And all the guy wanted to do was just kick back with some friends, watch a little baseball, have a couple of beers, have some wings, enjoy the night, and enjoy himself. The uh, absolutely, yeah, exactly, yeah. The uh, 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 the person at Hooters uh, says, "No, you can't come in. No pets allowed." The guy says, "No, this is my service dog," and it was a whole big back and forth. And the person, oh, yeah. yeah, the person at Hooters was like, "All right, I'm going to call the cops on this on this situation." <laughs> and my veteran friend, I've actually I, had the cops called on me before too. That's it's ridiculous. Oh God, yeah, and, and and yeah, but uh, um, uh, my veteran friend, he stood his ground. He was all like, "Hey, you know what? Pff, go ahead and call the cops, there, buddy, because they're going to be on my side," and they were. Yeah, 
Yeah. They said, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they went up. They, they, uh, uh, they say, look, this guy has every right to be here as much as everybody else does, and uh, and and a representative from the place where the guy got his service dog from actually came down with, you know, with paperwork saying, yeah, this gentleman's allowed to uh, enjoy this establishment, and they ripped up the guy's paperwork right in front of him. So and so, oh, God. yeah, yeah. So so yeah. so so this whole big thing and and. Uh, and and it went to court and and after about well it was it was like it was like it was like four years later it went to court but uh i was gonna say yeah it takes forever oh yeah oh jeez yeah it, it takes uh um uh it takes uh, uh uh as we say around here in kansas it takes an act of congress basically it took an act of congress yeah, but you know basically. finally yeah yeah but finally you know but finally uh um uh you know and uh you know uh you know uh, uh, finally, you got some compensation, but you know I wouldn't blame the guy if you wouldn't want to go to a Hooters again, and uh, uh, and I'm not going in there ever again. Mainly, mainly because mainly because that experience also, you know, uh, uh, mainly because that experience has left a bad taste in my mouth. And also, and the other thing, and the other thing, the other thing, I went to Hooters about like four years before that even happened, and I ate there once, and I was like, eh, the food's not so great here. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's location wise. It's just like I don't know. It just it was it was you know it, uh, you know nothing you know nothing really stood out for me. So if I ever go to like a wing place, it's like a Buffalo Wild Wings or if I'm in. I was gonna say B Dubs, man. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. B Dubs or or if uh, you know or if or if you know or if say if I'm in Florida, I'll hit up a Wing House or uh, you know. Yeah. Mm, good good stuff. But yeah, but uh, um, I've um. Uh, uh, but you talk about you uh, being a disabled uh, veteran of which, uh, of which uh, I would like to say thank you for your service to our country, Holly. Um, uh, oh, my pleasure, Lawrence. Uh, not a problem. So, uh, uh, so uh, um, uh, uh, because I'm pretty, sh- um, uh, because I'm pretty sure that my audience is probably curious to know. Uh, you say that you're a disabled veteran. In regards to like, what sort of disability do you uh, deal with? Um, yeah, I have a whole list. The, the biggest ones right now are um, PTSD from military trauma. I have multiple, there are actually multiple things that happened to me in the service. Um, and then the depression, anxiety goes along with that. And then they recently found a brain tumor that's messing with my cognition as well. And I also have really, really bad um, IBS and undiagnosed gastrointestinal issues so my diet has been limited i actually can't ironically i can't even eat meat anymore so wing house and b-dub sounds great but i'm not willing to pay the price for a week and a half for it right um is, is that what i also have um i also have hypersomnia which is kind of the opposite of insomnia so on average i sleep 10 to 12 hours a day oh gosh but uh, uh oh, oh okay so so that okay uh all right uh uh, uh, oh, that explains why it seems like every time I look at your Facebook, you post a lot of uh, uh, vegan-friendly recipes and things of that nature. Yes, <laughs> I thought yeah, it was like a lifestyle is, choice, but now my diet yep. nothing the doctors gave me worked. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I thought it was like a lifestyle choice or something, and uh, you know, but hey, I mean, either way, I mean, you know, I respect it. And 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 the other and the other thing, uh, um, uh, uh, and the other thing I know that you talk about a lot on Facebook. I know you talk about your air fryer a lot. You're always talking about that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love French fries. <laughs> French fries. 
French fried potatoes. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> mm. They are yes. good. They are French good. You got to get your carbs awesome. in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I, I need, yeah, my body loves carbs. I've got to, I eat potatoes. I eat potatoes on average at least once a day right now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, uh, um, and, uh, 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 and, uh, uh, I just mentioned your, uh, service dog, uh, Reagan. Uh, uh, what kind of breed is he? He's a black lab. He was trained by New Horizons service dogs in Orange City. They're, um, actually internationally accredited by Assistance Dogs International which is also the leading agency that um, does accreditation for um, guide dogs and autism dogs and hearing dogs as well. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. I like Reagan. Reagan's a good boy. Yeah, he's he's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's laying on my feet right now, snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, very nice, very nice. He's very loving too. You know, every time I get in the front seat, you know, of your van or whatever, you know, there he is. He's always like saying hello to me, you know. Oh, you gotta pay the you buy, you gotta pay the kiss tax to ride in my van. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I pay that with no problem whatsoever. Hey, that's a tax I don't mind paying. You know, <laughs> the dog <laughs> tongue tax. I would gladly take that any day of the week with a wet nose. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, with a wet nose to boot. You know that that always helps. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, he's a good dog. I like Reagan. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, um, uh, uh, I think the first time that I met you. Uh, I know you another dog named uh, Cinnamon, but that dog didn't last all that long because uh, um, uh, uh, the place you got Cinnamon from was very like well, like unaccredited. Basically, you got like a yeah. It ended up they ended up actually um, being in the news for being a scam agency. Uh, yeah, they took advantage of a lot of people and were placing aggressive and sick dogs with veterans that weren't even trained. Oh. So that turned into a whole fiasco. But oh. yeah, she was a genetic, she was a Doberman that had been inbred, and she had some behavioral and fear issues and some serious health issues. So I had to rehome her as a pet. She actually ended up with a family who bought her as a puppy oh. um, mm-hmm. not long after that. So she went full circle. But yeah, she was she was not a very good experience for a veteran looking for help for the first time. Yeah, you know, you know, now that you now that you mention that, because now that you mention that, it, it all it all kind of makes sense because I'll never forget because I'll never forget uh, uh, when I was at the USF. I remember I think it was uh, I think it was a gosh I think it was like a Friday night or a Saturday you know whenever it was that we were hanging out. Uh, I remember uh, I remember uh, uh, you had to leave the uh, uh, you had to leave the vehicle I think to walk me back to my dorm all that stuff. And as soon as that door closed. All I heard was Cinnamon just barking her head off, and I'm, you know, and and now that she, you know, you know, you know, not, not to mention that she was, you know, you know, this inbred dog, and all that stuff. Now it's kind of all starting to come together that the dog was acting very erratic, and it's like, hey, wait a second, hey, wait a second, you know, a service dog isn't supposed to bark like crazy. A service dog's supposed to like, you know, you know, you know, be quiet and be patient, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was a mess, and I, I, I spent, I, I don't want to think about how many thousands of dollars I spent on trainers and veterinarians trying to help her, but yeah, she she definitely was not, uh, well, she was, unfortunately, a lot of rescue dogs have that issue. I learned, unfortunately, through experience, um, so it's just, it's yeah, it's really hard to find a good a good dog to be a service dog. That's why I went with an accredited agency the second time, because I knew they'd have accountability, and they had a, you know, a third party making sure they weren't screwing around. So well, definitely a good choice. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. Your Regan seems to be, you know, you know, yeah, he seems to, uh, you know, you know, he knows what's up and, uh, and, uh, um, uh, doesn't he still have his, uh, Facebook page? You made a, uh, Facebook page for him, I think, right? Yeah, he has a Facebook. I haven't been terribly active on it because I've been so busy recently. But yeah, he has a Facebook page. It's Mr. Reagan SD, like MR period Reagan SD. Uh-huh. And he goes on there a couple times a week and talks to his fans <laughs> and shares pictures from a dog's perspective. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. He's, he's, uh, his most recent post, I think, was bragging about how we finally have a real bed and air conditioning. He was very excited to have air conditioning. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, very nice. Very nice. All right. All right, then. Well, uh, 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 all right. Uh, all right. Well, Holly. Uh, um, uh, all right. Uh, well, thanks for uh, uh, thanks for being on the uh, program tonight. I'll be make sure to put in a. Uh, uh, I'll be sure to put a link to this up on our Facebook page for anybody listening on the podcast. It's facebook.com forward slash lrws productions. Uh, uh, you can't miss it. Uh, 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 you can't miss it. There's a link right there. It says. Holly's Trailer Mold Disaster Fundraiser. Click on that and donate. Throw some money this way. Holly's a great woman. She's a lot of fun to hang out with. And uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, uh, hope to hang out with you again soon, Holly. Yeah, absolutely. I I. It's been how long has it been since I saw you in Kansas? Uh, is, it three, is it been three years already? No, actually, no. April of two thousand nineteen when we. Uh, 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 we, oh, okay. That wasn't too long ago. No, okay. no, no. It wasn't too long ago. We, uh, um, yep. Uh, we had a little dinner at uh, Tampico's that one night. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it was Mexican. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've not been to Tampico's. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't. I, I haven't. Uh, uh, I haven't been to Tampico's uh, uh, since the Tuesday after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So, um, uh, you know. Oh man. Yeah, I know. I'm going through withdrawals. You know. <laughs> so, so if I, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so if I want to get my Taco Bell on or whatever, I got to use like DoorDash or something, which is you know, which is oh, fine, geez, but yeah. yeah, yeah, which is you know, you know, which is you know, which is cool. But after a while, it's like I miss all the people hanging out there, you know. Absolutely, yeah, and your server knowing what you want when you sit down—that's you can't replace that with DoorDash. No, no, not at all, not at all. It doesn't have the same effect as me yeah. walking into Tim um, Pico's yeah. and Banny going, "Hey, um, yeah. Lawrence, how's it going?" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. <clears throat> Alrighty then. Uh, uh, well, Holly, uh, um, as I said, uh, thanks very much for joining me uh, tonight, and uh, best of luck to you and updates as you get them. All right. All right. Sounds good, Lawrence. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Holly. Have a good evening. Okay. All right. Be safe. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Bye. Later. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Wow. And. Thinking about that, you know, she has PTSD. All of these, all of all these issues, and look at how the VA, the Veterans Administration, treats our vets. Pretty sad. It's very upsetting. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again. Check out our Facebook page for everybody listening on the podcast, facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. There'll be a link up there if there is. Well, I'm pretty sure it's up there now, but uh, I'll post another link to it. Check it out. Holly's Trailer Mold Disaster Fundraiser. I'll be posting 
this on my Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash blind Lawrence for any inquiring minds out there. And, uh, well, be back right after this because I got some more stuff that I want to talk about. Uh, the passing of Alex Trebek. I definitely want to get into that because I got some moments concerning Trebek that are uh, entertaining. Uh, the co-creator of Scooby-Doo has passed away, so I have something in regards to that. And the holiday season's coming up, and so I want to uh, reiterate what we got coming up, which is why I'm going to play some of the funny stuff now. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be right back right after this. It is the LRWS, RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net, and searchable on iTunes and Spotify. Search LRWS. Again, thank you to Holly Baleski. We'll be back. Or I'll be back after this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS. Heard every Friday evening at 7 p.m. on RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net. What's on a cookie? We're proud to announce that we now officially have our own store. Teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash LRWS. If they went on strike, it would be a month before anybody fucking knew about it. We've got t-shirts for the guys. I'm really starting to feel out nasty. T-shirts for the ladies. Tank tops. Hoodies, crew neck shirts, sweaters, iPhone cases, and much more. They don't have nothing. It's like a flea market threw up in there. That address again is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash LRWS. Believe it or not, this is the part of the show where the guys step away from the microphones. Will you guys just shut up back there? The LRWS returns after this. The Jerky Boys testing for Jeopardy. Hello. Yes? Yeah, how you doing? I'm fine. What's up there? Uh, I was calling about the ad for uh, Game Show Lovers. Yeah, Game Show Lovers? What's a Game Show Lover? What are you talking about, Game Show Lover? This is announcing application for all TV game shows. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean lover, right? It doesn't say lover. Well, that's what it says in the ad. No, it shouldn't say lover because I didn't print the word fucking lover. That sounds like pussy shit to me. What are you looking for? Sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. Listen, I'm casting for game shows, you understand? Yes. I put you in your favorite game show. What show you like? Jeopardy. You like Jeopardy? How good are you at that shit? I'm pretty good. I love to Jeopardy, babe. You know that? Remember that fucking song was big in the 80s? Excuse me? You're, are you on the ball there, son? You can't even answer. I'm asking you about a song. You don't even know that. You want to go on Jeopardy? you got to be highly skilled for these fucking shows. You understand that? Yes, I do understand. Are you well-versed there? Are you very smart man? Yes, I am. All right, uh, hit me with some funny shit. Tell me something. Exactly what? Well, let's see. How many, uh, pits are in a pair? Can you repeat that question again? What do you got? Corn cobs between your ears, son? No, I do not. All right, how many pits are in a pair? Two. You know damn well there's much more than two pits in a pair. Sir. Yes. Are you interested in game shows or not? Yes, I am. What's the difference between an apple and a peach? It all depends on where they grow at. Wrong, because they both have pits, sir. That's the answer. That's how you would answer Mr. Trebek. Do you understand? Yes. Wrong, because they both have pits. Absolutely. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, what are the similarities between an elephant and a tiger? They both live in the jungle. Wrong. Because, sir, they are both marsupials, members of the marsupial family. Do you understand me? Yes, I understand. And if you can't whip out answers like that, 
that man is liable to, during a commercial break, punch your fucking mouth loose. You understand me? Yes, I do. All right, you got to hit me with some smart shit so I know you're on the ball. I'll try you on the show. Okay. Go ahead. From what category? How many categories do you want? One category or three? All right, let's go uh, highway department. How's that one? Okay. Which state has, which state do you have is the um, most often? And begin. Sir. Yes. Tree falls in the road over the Palisades Parkway. How many men are dispatched to get that tree off the parkway? Fifteen minutes. Time is up, sir. You understand me? You cannot take that, and you're forgetting. You're forgetting the answers. Do you understand? Yes. If I'm trying to coach you, I can get a little bit of briefing going on here. You're on. You're, you're the man. All right. Give me your name now. I'm sorry. My name is Willie. Willie. Where are you working at? I'm, I'm out of the Bronx, New York. Out of the Bronx. You sound nice. You sound like you got a nice pair of them fucking baloney tits. <laughs> you got a nice pair of tits on you, huh, Willie? No, I'm not a woman, believe me. Nah, you got them big fucking floppy tits, y'all. You exercise a lot? I exercise very well, yeah. not a whole lot. Because he likes, you know, he likes contestants on his show that are in shape, you know? As long as you don't look like a big barrel ass or a porker or something, you know? No, I don't. Yeah, because, you know, I wouldn't mind throwing a fucking on you myself if you look like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I'm not that big, but... Yeah, me, I don't give a fuck. You know, a hole's a hole. As long as a little heat in there, I don't give a fuck. Uh, can I ask you a question, sir? Go ahead, shoot. Uh, can I ask, why are you yelling and screaming and cursing? What do you mean, what are yelling, screaming and cursing? You don't like, this is the way I come off. This is me. What I, I'm sorry if I offended you. Whoa, boy. No, 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 no. Forgive me. Well, sir, I was just, I was just asking... Holy the... Jesus, maybe we should string me up and uh, hang me from a tree or something, the way you're talking. That's not nice at all. Is there something wrong? I'm a New Yorker. What do you want me to sound like? A fucking paradiddle or some shit? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. All right, Willie. So, uh, hey, maybe you're late for lunch or something. I don't want to keep you from your fucking meal. All right there, Willie? Okay. Okay, sweet Charlie. Taco Bell has been microwaved. You got me sick as a dog. The beverages have been served. Ah, this crab is warm. And the guys are ready to bring you more content. Get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. The LRWS. Text the comment line 813-602-2715 to join the program. <clears throat> Welcome back to the LRWS on... RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net. Again, thank you to Holly Bolesky for sharing her story tonight in regards to her trailer, Mold Disaster Fundraiser. You can go to Facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. I just shared a post in which Holly tagged me as well as her uh, fundraiser uh, to the page, and it should be up there. So uh, just wanted to uh, promote that again and say to Holly again, thank you for your service, Holly, and uh, hopefully we can hang out again because the uh, times that we've had together, I mean, you know, great times. Love to do it again. Love to get back to uh, Florida and uh, just uh, you know, just say hey, thanks for the memories. Hopefully, we can uh, hopefully we can create more of them. Now the uh, thing I just played for you guys, uh, the uh, Jerky Boys bit, that is off of their fourth album. And I wanted to play that uh, because uh, because uh, this past Sunday uh, we lost Alex Trebek, 
very well-known game show host. Obviously, Jeopardy, everybody knows him for that, but he also did Wizards of Odds. Uh, he also did a Classic Concentration, and he was actually hosting Wheel of Fortune for a while. He, he hosted Wheel of Fortune, and uh, then, uh, then he was asked, uh, then he was told, hey, look, we're bringing Jeopardy back. We're bringing it in syndication. And Trebek was like, okay, can I, uh, and he says, and they say, well, we'd like to have you host it. And Trebek was like, okay, can I produce it? And they're like, uh, well, we haven't found a producer yet. And he says, well, if I produce it, what would my salary be? And they gave him a figure and he was like, all right, sure, I'll do it. So he, he, he did Jeopardy for many, many years. And this is, uh, and th- this is from uh, Monday's episode of Jeopardy. This is like the, uh, this, this, is the uh, this is the producer of Jeopardy coming out and uh, saying a couple things about uh, the dearly departed. Alex Trebek, he was 80, by the way. So here you go. Here's the, uh, here's the producer with some uh, touching words about Mr. Trebek. I'm Mike Richards, the executive producer of Jeopardy. Over the weekend, we lost our beloved host, Alex Trebek. This is an enormous loss for our staff and crew, for his family, and for his millions of fans. He loved this show and everything it stood for. In fact, he taped his final episodes less than two weeks ago. He will forever be an inspiration for his constant desire to learn, his kindness, and for his love of his family. We will air his final 35 episodes as they were shot. That's what he wanted. On behalf of everyone here at Jeopardy, Thank you for everything, Alex. So there you go. And, uh, you know, from, you know, he, he was a, uh, uh, he was Canadian. He was very nice. He was, he was, he was always very encouraging when it came to the contestants. You know, he never, you know, he never would be like, you know, it, it, would, it would always seem as if like he was always like pulling for them. Like he would always want them to do good. And, uh, and, 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 and the neat thing is that he had a, uh, you know, uh, he had a good sense of humor about himself and about the uh, show. And uh, here are some fun moments that feature Alex Trebek. And the first one is from The Simpsons from 1997. This is the episode where the episode is season nine, episode 10. No, I'm sorry. Season nine, episode. Jeez, se- oh, you know, I'm slipping here, folks. Uh, wait a second. Season. Yeah, it was it was season nine. I think it was episode seven, I believe. Well, the episode's called Miracle on 34th Street. And it's Christmas time, and Bart gets up early, opens one of the presents. It's a fire truck, and he makes it hit the Christmas tree, and it catches fire, and he buries the evidence, and he tries to cover it up and say that somebody stole all the presents. And everyone starts pouring in money, and then he uh, uh, then he admits the whole thing was just a... Uh, uh, or it's just a lie. So everyone, so everyone turns on the Simpsons, and at this point, they're destitute, and it leads to this. Okay, wait, hang on. I didn't have the thing turned up. Take two. Here we go. We've got to give this greedy town its money back. Well, we don't have $15,000. Unless... Mm-hmm. 
Aren't we forgetting something, Marge? You were down $5,200. But, Mr. Trebek... I asked you before the game if you knew the rules, and you said you did. Judges? <laughs> Throwing her out. She ain't getting the home version. <laughs> she ain't getting the home version. <laughs> All right, so let's see. What else is on this uh, little uh, excerpt thing I got here? Sweet. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. This this is from uh, okay. This is from a uh, Family Guy from season four, episode twenty one, called "I Take the Quagmire." And uh, in this episode, Peter's on Wheel of Fortune, and he and he wins, and he can pick a prize, and he takes the one week of maid service, <laughs> and everything else on a gift certificate. So here we go. Here's that, and it leads to this. Sweetie, you look so handsome on TV. I can't believe you actually won. But I suppose it's not the strangest thing I've seen on a game show, like when Adam West was on Jeopardy. All right, players, the answer once again is it was the first spacecraft to land on the surface of Mars. Adam, what was your response? Kebert Zella. Ah! <laughs> Only saying his name backwards can send him back to the fifth dimension where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh, oh man that's funny so now here's a moment where that actually happened in real life there was a contestant who well he was down to his last dollar anyway so and and trebek uh trebek kind of teases him about that he was down to his last dollar and looking how company he was and well i'll just let the clip do the talking here we go jared we come to you you had a dollar Looking solid to me. What did you come up with? What is Kiebert Zilla, which is Alex Trebek backwards? I heard that sends you back to another dimension. <laughs> sends me back where? Another dimension. To another dimension. Yes, I will go back to another dimension as soon as we deal with the other players. Have you have try. no money left. Let's go down to Angel. 8,800 going in. What did he come up with? What is a lighthouse? You, sir, are correct. Your wager. 8,000. You're in the lead now with 16,800 as we come to Alex Hovan. Lighthouse? Yes. Wager? 7,000. Taking you into victory with 18,100. Great game, players. Thank you so much. Alex will get to relax for the weekend while I go to that other dimension. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Such class, you know. He was, he was cool about the whole thing. Anyway, one more excerpt here. Okay, this this is uh this this is during uh during Ken Jennings' reign of uh being the Jeopardy champion, and this was a pretty fun moment. The category was tool time. Tool time for two hundred. This term for a long-handled gardening tool can also mean an immoral pleasure seeker. Ken, what's a hoe? No. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Teach you that in school in Utah, huh, Al? What's a rake? A rake is right. You select, Al. 400, please. Tool. Oh. Back with double jeopardy. In a moment. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't know if there's going to be a uh, a host who will have his same like 
demeanor. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they're talking about a couple of replacements like uh, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow. I remember watching him growing up as a kid. He always seemed really friendly when he would intro those stories and stuff like that. And uh, he was on Star Trek. And uh, he's been on Family Guy a couple times. And he actually he actually did the audio book for, 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 this, for this really neat book I want to tell you all about real quick. And I think you can only get this on cassette, unfortunately. Kind of bumps me out a little bit. You can only get it on cassette. But there's this book called The K by Theodore Taylor. And in this case, K is spelled C-A-Y. And it's set in World War II. It's this kid named Philip. And he and his fa- he and his mom have to leave uh, the island where they currently live. They, 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 they have to leave their area on this ship called the Hato. And one night, the Hato gets torpedoed. And during the disaster, Philip gets hit on the head. And he wakes up and he's on this raft with this guy, this black guy named Timothy, this, this island native guy. And there's just him, this raft, this other dude, Timothy, and this cat. And all of a sudden, Philip realizes he's going blind. And so they arrive on this island, and Timothy pretty much teaches him how to be independent. And it's a it's a great story. It's a really good story. And if you can find the audio book, uh, it's it's a diamond in a rough. But LeVar Burton reads it. He does a great job with reading it. And uh, just uh, check it out. It's called The K. It's really good. And uh, so, yeah. So there's that. Uh, something that I heard about the uh, co-creator of Scooby-Doo passed away. Ken Spears was his name. Now, I do have something that ties in with Scooby-Doo a little bit. Uh, what a lot of people might not know is that Casey Kasem, he did the voice of Shaggy on the show. So like Scoob! He was that character. But Casey Kasem, everybody knows him for being a radio host. He did American Top 40, Casey's Top 40, Casey's Top 20, American Top 20. He did a lot of, he did a lot of their countdown shows. And... For those of you who know where this is going, yes, I am going to play the dead dog thing. I'm going to play that right now, as a matter of fact. An interesting little backstory. The gentleman who wrote this letter, he wanted to hear the song Shannon by uh, the Beach Boys. And this is from like 84, 85. And this, this, this is legendary and it's, it still holds up today. And then this is going to lead into something that I'm not sure if a lot of people have ever heard, but, but it's kind of interesting and I'll set it up. So here we go. Here now with the passing of the co-creator of Scooby-Doo. Casey Kasem, of course, was one of the voices on that show, so this is the only real uh, thing they had that kind of ties in. And, and they, anytime I can play the Casey Kasem, uh, Casey Kasem outtakes and have a good laugh, <laughs> I'm up for it. Here we go. We're up to our... Okay, yeah, here we go. We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. 
See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> which, is, which is actually... Which actually is not too far off from what he pretty much had to do, even in the later years. Like, I'd listen to American Top 40 on the local station, 93.3 WFLZ. They, they'd run it on Saturdays. And it would frequently happen. Like, like he'd play, oh gosh, like he would play, um, say, oh, like a Ghetto Superstar. And then... And then we go American Top Forty or something like that, or or then it would say, or or sometimes it wouldn't even be that. Sometimes it would be like the song just fading out in the background, and he would say something to the effect of "Holding steady at number twenty-five, you know, <clears throat> or or whatever chart position it would be at for the week. Like it would say something like 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 it would say like "Holding steady at number twenty-five for the second week in a row." That's Ghetto Superstar now. Onto our long distance dedication. And there would be some, you know, there'd be some sad story. And nine times out of ten, it would end in somebody passing away, unfortunately. And then at the end, it would, and, and, then, and then at the end, it would say, uh, the person would say, Casey, could you please play, you know, this song, you know, uh, The Circle of Life by Elton John? It was Joan's favorite song, and we played it at her funeral from Rebecca. Rebecca, here's your long distance dedication. And then, and you can tell me you've been doing because they play that music. Doo, 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 doo. And then, then of course, after the song, they'd have to play that upbeat American Top 40. And then, and then Keisha would come back and say, coming in at number 24 for the third week in a row, it's by a man who's a brand new artist who's shaking new ground. He says he plays basketball in his spare time in order to get his rhythm going. Here's Brian McKnight with Anytime on American Top 40. So, so here's a tape, so here's a clip of him reading a bunch of liners, basically. He's reading a bunch of IDs. So, like, if you were listening to the radio, sometimes... Like, if you're listening to radio centers, you might hear, like, someone promoting, like, what they got coming up. Like, on the local stations. Like, you might be listening to the station, you hear a guy say something, fit of like, Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your friend, Big Joe. And coming up tomorrow on the Big Joe Show, do I have, you know, you know, how much, you know, <clears throat> coming up tomorrow on the Big Joe Show, Big John is a prank call and is, and is, uh, you know, <clears throat> and is, the, you know, and what pants fit best when you're living it when you're when you're when you're hanging out with your friends on Saturday night? That's tomorrow morning, six a.m. on Tuscaloosa, Alabama's number one hit music channel. You know, or however it goes. So here he is reading a bunch of liners to promote the show, and he just gets and he's and he's just getting frustrated. Everyone gets frustrated. 
Even Alex Trebek gets frustrated, and I'm going to play a, a sample of that after this. But here we go. Here is Casey Kasem reading a bunch of liners, and he gets frustrated with him. The countdown will begin tomorrow afternoon at 2, right here on 97 Fun, where the music... Shit. The countdown will begin this morning at 9, right here on WMNS 13... God damn, what a call letter. Let me do it again. The countdown will begin this afternoon at 1, right here on the entertaining 1410 WHLN. That sucks. Yeah, it's like a question. WKRM. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 2, right here on WKRM 1340, where we're getting involved with your shit. Where we, where we're getting, where we are getting involved with you. Is that the way you want to say it? Where we are getting involved with you. Where we are getting involved with you. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 2, right here on WKRM 1340, where we're getting involved with you. The countdown will begin this afternoon at 2, right here on WKRM 1340, where we're getting involved with you. You're listening to American Top 40 on WKRM 1340, where we're getting involved with you. Shit. Go through and cut him again, just saying WKRM 1340. Oh, fuck. W-I-G-Y and W-J-T-O. The countdown will begin this Saturday morning at 9, and again Sunday morning at 9, right here on Maine's most listened to radio station, W... I'm not going to say all that shit. How do I know they're the most listened to station? Oh, and take their word for it. Okay, drop it out and just say right here on... Uh, no, you know what I'm saying? No, you know what I'm saying? I don't... Okay. The countdown will begin this... The countdown will begin this Saturday morning at 9, and again Sunday morning at 9, right here on Radio W... Oh, shit. Right here on what? On... Right here on WYG. All right. <clears throat> Wait, WX? L-O, New York. The people. You're listening... What the fuck is this? As if you're talking as... Uh, you remember like we did uh, the Sandy... Here we go. <clears throat> WRLD. <clears throat> the countdown will begin this Saturday night at 7, and again Sunday evening at... The countdown will begin this Saturday night at 7, and again Sunday evening at 5, right here on WRLD 1490 Radio Lynette, Alabama. <laughs> Jesus. WRSC. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 12, right here on Center County's most popular radio station, WRSC, Radio 1390. Fuck it. This is Casey Kasem inviting you to join me for American Top 40 immediately following the Trailblazer game on 1390 KSLM Salem. Hey, what the fuck am I doing? Promos inside the fucking game? This is Casey Kasem inviting you to listen for American Top 40 immediately following the Trailblazer game on... This is Casey Kasem inviting you to listen... This is Casey Kasem... WDHP. <clears throat> the countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 2 and again Sunday afternoon at... <clears throat> Your favorite music radio. 
The countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 2, and again Sunday afternoon at... and again Sunday afternoon at 2. The countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 2, and again Sunday afternoon at 2, right here on WDHP-FM, your favorite music radio. Oh, fuck it. That was right. You're right. Bullshit. Your favorite music... No, your favorite music radio. FM, your favorite music radio. That's the way it's got to be read. Let's do it again. <clears throat> You're listening to American Top 40 on QT, WQTW, Latrobe. It's getting set for Westmoreland County. What? Latrobe, getting set for Westmoreland County. Getting it set. The fuck does that mean? All right. The countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 1, right here where you're feeling the... Sp God damn. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Jeez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> Love this part. Oh, he's just fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. <laughs> Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. As I said, man, even the greats mess it up, you know? Such as uh, Alex Trebek. This is a rare clip of him. And it's labeled as Alex Trebek drunk, but he's not drunk. He's just, he, uh, he, he just, uh, you know, messes it up. <clears throat> he actually told a story on the Howard Stern show about how one time he was at a party and he accidentally ate a hash brownie and ate the whole thing. And next thing you knew, he wake, it was Friday night and he woke up and it was like Monday, <laughs> Monday morning. But here's... He, here he is trying to promote uh, something called Phone Jeopardy, and uh, he just and he just gets uh, pretty frustrated. So here we go. So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Alex Trebek, and yeah, son of a bitch. Huh? Wait. A Run that by me again. I don't understand that. I didn't pause. All right, let's start cutting. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck. Dollars, 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 and dollars. Ah, fuck. Oh, son of a bitch. Somebody going to tell me why? Here's a little hint. Pick up, take one. $25,000. It's all on the same tape. How are they going to lose it? $25,000. $50,000. $25,000. $50,000. $100,000. $100,000. $100,000. $100,000. Oh, I'm not quite ready, so I'm going to do it now. Dollars. It's for you. No shit. Call now and play, phone jumper. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And them too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from But it, it's pretty interesting you know But anyway uh, Okay Well You know I figure you know next next week Well 
actually, you know, I want to pick up where I left off on something last week. Uh, last week on the show, okay, it's 729, okay, I'm sorry, it's 829 now. I figure what I could do is I could probably tunnel through one half of this, do a full thing, and then save the other full thing for another time. But real quick, last week I was going through the uh, discography of Phil Hendry, specifically his double albums, and I want to pick it up with disc two of the Death of Talk Radio. And uh, there's 15 cuts. We got, uh, let's see, we got Margaret Gray, Human Shield. That's where she comes back from Iraq. And she tries to sing, oh, tie yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Gets bombed. Then there's uh, Steve Bozell, uh, Beltway, where he thinks Beltway is sanitary napkin. And he's upset because the media is using big words to describe the, the DC sniper. Then there's, that's from October 21st, 2002. And the other one that I just uh, told you about, I'm not sure where it's from, unfortunately. I know it's from April of 2003. I just can't remember the exact day. <clears throat> then there's uh, Thin Mints with uh, Ted Bell and Lloyd Bonafide. That's where Ted Bell, the owner of Ted's of Beverly Hills Steakhouse, he thinks it's his right to uh, ride in a submarine with uh, the, uh, the veterans because he donated to uh, the Girl Scouts. And he bought Thin Mints for them to support the troops. It's from January 30th of 03. Then there's us. Great one here. Bobby Dooley, Mud Out Your Ass. <laughs> from June 5th, 2003. Bobby had parties over where she was teaching young girls how to groom, them, groom themselves. And teach them how to shave with a straight razor. <laughs> oh, God. It's messed up. Oh, it's great. Then there's a. Cut R.C. Collins bastard. <laughs> that's 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 where that's where R.C. Collins says that a lot of these veteran, you know, a, a, a lot a lot of these uh, troops are wussies. He took a broom handle, uh, in his mouth, and uh, and he didn't complain about it. It's from July sixteenth, two thousand three. Then there's Jay Sando's theme song from March thirteenth, two thousand three. This is one of my favorites. Where Jay. He believes he's entitled to the reward money for Elizabeth Smart because he predicted she'd be found alive. And a guy calls in and says, no, so you're full of crap. And Jay says, well, do you have your own theme music? And it's, it's just, it's, it's funny as heck. It's really absurd. Then there's Dean Wheeler, Homeland Security. That's where he's, uh, he's going through his neighbor's garbage. And he's trying to figure out who's a terrorist and who isn't a terrorist. It's from November 21st, 2002. And uh, I'm not going to say anything else about that. Then there's Margaret Gray, Hit and Run, which I played an extra from before on this program where Margaret was talking about the night when her husband was giving her oral sex and she hit a girl and Margaret's non-English speaking housekeeper took the rap for it. <laughs> then there's uh, Vernon Dozier, Chinese, where Vernon's very upset having to endure all of these uh, Asian American students basically saying that, uh, you know, my dad has an opinion about this and he says some very derogatory things about the Chinese. It's from March 3rd, 2003. Then there's uh, Larry Grover, cheerleader, where Larry Grover, he's, he's upset because the cheerleaders have messed him up. He thinks the cheerleaders are just nagging him and the teammates on to win the game, telling them what to do. And he says, we know what we're doing out there. It's from November 22nd, 2002. Then there's Holy Land, where uh, Clara Bingham and uh, Pastor William Rennick, who were, they, they were going to get married, and eventually they did. 
uh, uh, there was a dress code going on at a school and, uh, people were wearing pasties and stuff and they were paying and, uh, and, and they just wanted to uh, send the kids to the Holy land. Basically. Then there's this bit called, are you hot with Chris Norton? Where he talks about sexual harassment. And this woman sounds like Lois Griffin from family guy. So March 14th, 2003. <clears throat> Cut number 12, by the way, if you're keeping score, then there's a Don Parsley donation. Don Parsley is a con artist character who will come on with a, uh, a sad story that kind of pulls your heartstrings. And then in the next five minutes, a detail has been changed. And then by the end of the segment, every detail has been altered. You don't know which way is up really. And he's, he's, he's just trying to milk tragedies for all they're worth. Uh, it's from February 18th, 2003. Then there's Dr. Jim Sadler relocate where he wants to be relocated from America from July 31st, 2003, and it's the very first bit that I know of on an album where it's Phil talking in a character completely and he doesn't interject at all. Then there's uh, Father James McCorders with uh, Soldiers for Peace where he has his camp going on with with, uh, young boys and he showers with them as a baptism and he says that's for uh, you know, to raise awareness about peace in the Middle East. It's from October 2nd, 2002. <clears throat> and that closes out that disc. And you can get all these albums at com in the digital download section. Then there's uh, two, th- you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to hold off on that a little bit. I'm going to hold off. Well, actually, no, no, no. Uh, you know, you know, I, you know, I might as well. I might as well continue on. <clears throat> it only took six minutes. Uh, so anyway, I got 25 minutes left in the show. I should be able to squeeze out one more double album and then go into some bits and then, uh, wrap it up. So 2004 was pretty unique. It's called Fahrenheit 711. One album is, one disc is comprised of, uh, phone calls between characters and another disc is comprised completely of, uh, skits that Phil has done. And an interesting little, uh, footnote is that, uh, in the pressing of the album, the labels got mixed up. So disc one says the skits and disc two says the phone calls, but the content is disc one is the phone calls and disc two are the skits. So with the phone calls, we got one of my favorites kicking off the album. One of my favorites, Ted Bell and the Curse of Lobau Customers from March 12th, 2004. Ted's upset with Phil because Phil's talking about the rising gas prices. He says that... Uh, because of that, Phil's driving all the low-class customers to his restaurant, and it is just funny as hell. It's one, it's it's probably one of my it's one of my favorites for many reasons. Then there's Margaret Gray and the Jesus Freak. <laughs> That's where Margaret she she was on to talk about getting recognition when you deserved it when you deserve it, and she did all these nice things for her son's school, and nobody gave a crap, so she pretended to be sexually assaulted. And so they named a so 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 they named a place in the school after her, and it's 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 just it's 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 very very wild. Then there's another one, Vernon Dozier and his baseball career. That's where Vernon Dozier talks about the time when he's very upset with the little league in the country, saying that they don't know anything in regards to how much concessions are this that and the other. It's from March nineteenth, two thousand four. Again, another one of my favorites. No, 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 I'm sorry, March 18th, 2004. I'm sorry, March 18th, 2004. 
no, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Actually, yeah, it was March 18, 2004. No, wait a minute. I think it was March 19th. It was either 18th or 19th, one of those days. Either way, it's one of my favorites. Then there's Herb Sewell and the Blonde, which is mistitled. It's actually Tony Neal. He was on to talk about in a show idea he had called White Eye for the Black Guy, where white people would teach black people how to do certain things, and they were like, open a checking account, write a check, apply for a credit card. I mean, just racist stuff. From March 17th, 2004, happy St. Patty's Day. Then uh, Don Parsling the Munchkin. In this one, Don was talking about how his wife had breast cancer, and in the process, he wants to leave her for another woman who actually has breasts. He's really insensitive, and it's called Don Probsing the Munchkin because this woman calls up, and he asks her, I, he says to her, when, he says to her, like, did you miss the uh, the bus for Wizard of Oz or something like that? <laughs> then there's uh, Bobby Dooling the Immigration, such, uh, 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 Bobby Dooling the Immigration Problem. That's where, that's, that's where Bobby Dooling, the president of the Western States Homeowners Association, uh, she 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 wants she wants homes for minorities to include mud ovens and all this stuff, so that the whites are considered a minority. <laughs> it's from March eighteenth, two thousand four. Then there's Steve Bozell in the dirty diaper, where Steve is convinced that his wife is torturing him because she votes for a different party than he does, and he blames his wife for having Mexican food. And she breastfed their child, and their child went number two in his diaper while he's at the bank trying to get his affairs in order. <laughs> so he's suing his wife over it. <laughs> oh, jeez, it's from August 10th, 2004. <laughs> then there's Justin McElroy and his stupid parents where he's talking about how he beat up this kid for insulting uh, the Harry Potter franchise from June 14th, 2004. Then Clara Bingham, middle school teacher, where Clara Bingham talks about how she disciplines uh, kids who uh, talked back to her. She basically just hog ties him. It's from April 22nd of that year. Then there's Jay Santos, the pervert in the garage sale, where Jay is looking around at garage sales, trying to make sure no one's causing any trouble, making sure they're not, like, sniffing the seat of a tricycle because there's been a rash of child abductions and he doesn't want to make, you know, make sure people aren't, you know, act, you know acting erratic there. So that's from July 22nd. Then there's Larry Grover in The War Widow. There's a, uh, 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 Larry Grover, he's this really conservative character, but he's he's helping out this woman who is, uh, whose husband's overseas, and he wants a little extra thanks from her because he's uh, putting up a rain gutter for her, and then Pastor William Rennick, another one of Phil's characters, calls in to give him holy hell, but he gets getting hung up on. <laughs> then there's Margaret Gray in the bathtub where Margaret's talking about how she doesn't want to rent to uh, single women uh, um, uh, single mothers actually because she doesn't want the apartments to smell like dill pickles <laughs> oh jeez then there's Jim Sadler in the bathroom break Jim Sadler's this doctor character who kind of sounds like Lenny Bruce a little bit and he was in line to see uh, Ronald Reagan's casket and an old guy asked him can you hold my spot from while I go to the bathroom and Dr. Jim Sadler's like no man and, Doc and Jim thinks going to the bathroom is just God playing a trick on us. Why do we need to use the bathroom so damn much? Then there's uh, Herb Sewell's out-of-body experience. This is the... Oh, wait. That was from June 7th. And the Margaret Gray bit was from June 24th of 2004. Then uh, 
Herb Sewell's out of body experience. This is when Herb really turned the corner. Herb started out as like a regular character, but then he really got demented when this happened. Uh, he made a documentary. He wants to make a documentary about being a father for Father's Day, and his kids haven't talked to him in seven years because he kicked their white because uh, uh, he kicked their mom out of a moving vehicle, and and he says it was a whole out of body experience. So why is he getting in trouble for it? June twenty first, two thousand four. It's it's really demented, but it really started Herb's uh, demented side, and I'm glad Phil has kept it like that. Because it's a great character. Then there's Vernon Dozier gas station at a uh, gas station owner. Where in this one, Vernon's really upset with people for not knowing that the money for gas goes to fund terrorists, and he has a brother named Jeffrey who's of special needs. And it's from April thirtieth, two thousand four. Then there's uh, David Hallfield's listener calls where David wants Phil to get on board with the rest of Hollywood and start supporting the liberals, and that's uh, April thirteenth of that year. Then there's Steve Bozell's sexual competence where he was out on the dance floor dancing to I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. And someone asked him, hey, Steve, who dumped you? <laughs> so, so, so he's like, what the hell, man? I'm going to sue. Says April 7th. Okay, now we got the skits. I'm going to summarize these real quick. We have a fan's answering machine where a fan wants Phil to record a message for him. That's from September 1st, 2004. The Cowboy Jim Show. It's a kid show going horribly wrong from... Uh, August 16th. Then we got Calling Michael Moore. That's where Phil wants to get the real Michael Moore on the program. He has no luck, but Bud Dickman is able to get him on no problem from June 23rd. Then we got Art Bell. It's simply titled Art Bell. And in this offering, uh, General Johnson Jameson, who is uh, the send-up character of uh, whenever Phil did an Art Bell parody, he was out in uh, Florida for Hurricane Charlie, and he had boogie boards and sponges all over him. He wanted to ride through the winds of Hurricane Charlie. <laughs> and I can tell you, as resident of Florida, this bit is very near and dear to me, but it's really funny because there are people who have done that. There are people who have, like, tried riding the storm out, and they usually end up, like, hitting, like, hitting, like a building or something, or they end up, like, dying or something. It, it happens, man. It happens. August 12th of 2004. Then we go to uh, Chris Norton, simply called Chris Norton on the CD, where uh, Chris wants to use the name George W. Bush for a uh, porn star name. And it's, uh, it's pretty unique. It's from September 7th. Then we go to uh, Harvey Wireman and Jeff Dowder, where the two of them ride uh, a, uh, a ride at uh, Disney because the belief was that the G-forces could mess up someone's face. <laughs> It's from May 5th, 2004. Go check it out. It's really funny. Then we got the Skippy and Frank show. The Skippy and Frank show, uh, they can best be described as like Beavs and Butthead for radio. And they kind of sound like them a little bit, but it's Phil doing these voices. And uh, the legend of Skippy and Frank, I may have to get into that one these days, but uh, Skippy is the guy who does all the dumb stunts. And in this one, they're dressed, Skippy's dressed as an Al-Qaeda member and they try to go to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Like after an open after September after the September 11th attacks, it's from August 3rd of 2004. Then there's guessing your weight, where it's a man on the street thing, where there's a guy with a uh, chair that squeaks, and uh, it's it's really funny. August 25th. Then there's uh, where do babies come from? Where Bud Dickman wants to know where the babies come from, and uh, Phil tells him 
but he doesn't really get it, or he tries to anyway. Then from then we got the Jim Rome show where Phil does a send up of a talk to a radio sport radio personality Jim Rome. It's really funny. It's from August thirty first of that year. Then how do forest fires start? It's a perennial favorite of me and my dad's. We 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 love this one. This is where Jeff Dowder. He comes on the show to say that uh, forest fires are started by jackrabbits hauling ass through the weeds. <laughs> it's July 22nd. Then there's Hal and Viola. Hal and Viola are this old couple who they love Phil's show to pieces, and they're always flying in their private helicopter to Nevada, and they always crash. They always crash. And Hal will always, like, like before the thing crashes, he'll say, like, Oh, you whore, we're going to crash. <laughs> so that's that. And then to round out the album, it's uh, a bit called Calling from the Barn Phone from August 5th of 2004. So that's Friday Night 7-Eleven. I'll, I'll get into our, Are You For Real? Maybe one of these days, if there's time. But now I figure since we got the holidays coming up and I'm not exactly sure if we're going to have time to play any uh, funny stuff next week, depending on how long Kayla's going to go with us telling about her story. I want to uh, play some uh, humorous elements. One is one that I found on a CD, and another one is the one that I did. But just to set up this bit real quick, this is from a radio show. It was called The Fiasco with Pat Lynch and Taco Bob. Pat Lynch and Taco Bob are still doing radio. And they got a bit guy. They had a bit guy, C.J. Goodall, who did a lot of voices and stuff. And they and he did this bit one time. Martha Stewart's Thanksgiving. This is like if Martha Stewart's uh, show went horribly wrong. And uh, this is off of a long out of print album called Morning Sickness. And uh, well, I found it to be pretty funny. I'm not sure if you're going to enjoy it necessarily, but nevertheless, I figured I'd play it now because you know we got Thanksgiving coming up. And well, anyway, here it is. Hope you like it. Back after this. Wait, what the heck? Thirty-nine. Wait a there it is. Okay, here we go. Oh, hang on, man. Let me do something here real quick. Seven forty-seven. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Real quick. Back after this. Here we go. It's Martha Stewart's Thanksgiving from C.J. Goodall on the fiasco. Here we go. Hello, I'm Martha. Martha Stewart. Welcome to Martha Stewart's Living Thanksgiving Special. Ah, uh, Martha, you know what? We can shoot this later. You're a little tipsy. I am not drunk. I only had a few glasses of Zinfandel from our award-winning wine cellar with this brunch. Yeah, but it might be best if This we... is my show! I'm Martha fucking Stewart! We tape now. No! Roll camera! Edit that out. Jesus, my fucking oven is falling apart! Where do we get this cheap shit? Uh, you sell it on your TV show, your website, and in your magazine? Now shut your filthy pie hole! Okay, we have to take the butcher's twine from our tom turkey. We've stuffed it in. The fuck is this? Is this a tampon string? We, uh, ran out of butcher's twine, so I. You, got no, a get the fuck out now! No, you're room. fired! Well, you don't Go have home to, to your, 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 your chubby wife and your ignorant kids! Fuck you, you arrogant bitch! Edit that off the tape. Fuck! Alrighty, let's take a look at our supplies. The hell smells so bad. Holy shit, the goddamn oven's on fire! Get the fucking fire extinguisher! Oh my sweet Jesus, open my fucking cat in the oven! Kitty is 
thing. I'm gonna gore you with this melon baller and smoke your crusty entrails. Oh, fuck. Edit that out. Next time on Martha Stewart Living, I'll show you how to get those tricky blood stains out of off-white Berber carpeting. This is bullshit! <laughs> wow! And I think that was around the time of the Enron scandal. Not not Enron, the, the, the insider trading thing. I think that's what it was. I don't know. But this is uh, something that I did uh, last year, as a matter of fact. And uh, I... I was kind of when I when I recorded this, I was a little disappointed with the outcome. Not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed, but nevertheless, I figured I figured I'd go ahead and share it with you all real quick. I figured since there are about three hundred thousand Christmas songs and maybe a couple of Thanksgiving songs and a bunch of Halloween songs, we don't know. If, there isn't a Black Friday song, really. So uh, I uh, remedied that somewhat. This is a uh, send-up of Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding, and it's called Black Friday, and, well, it's pretty self-explanatory. Here you go. Hope you like it. Here we go. My oldest uncle name is Marvin. He got arrested for stealing some kid's iPod at a bus stop. It wasn't even an iPhone, but the judge gave him three extra years for stealing outdated technology. Standing in the morning sun. Wishing like hell I had taken my gun Watching the sheep walk through the door If you fuck with me you'll be on the floor I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll hold you down, punch you right in the face Ooh, I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll do the time I've got warrants in Georgia And all the way down to Spain At the Thanksgiving dinner I said to my family, y'all suck my taint Ooh, I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll hold you down, punch you right in the face Ooh, ooh, I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll do the time Looks like I'm a wanted man I'm off to prison and I just don't give a damn I don't like those fucking piggies in blue I say to all of them all, fuck you Sitting in my brand new home I don't give a fuck about your iPhone My cellmate, he looks all alone He drops the Irish spring and he'll get the bone I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll hold you down, punch you right in the face Ooh, ooh, I'll kick your ass on Black Friday I'll do the time If I hear so much as a mouse fart in here the rest of the night I swear by God and Sonny Jesus you will all visit the infirmary Every last motherfucker in here There it is, that is uh, the uh, Black Friday song and uh, just uh, real quick, before I get into the uh, thing I want to play at the end here, 
Uh, just uh, real quick, again, thank you to Holly Bolesky for joining the program tonight. Please donate to the Holly's Trailer Mold Disaster Fundraiser on Facebook, on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is Spicoli TV on No Name Network. Coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, Kinky Katie's World, the pre-show on kinkykatieradio.com and radiochaos.net. And at noon on Sunday, Rude Coffee with Don and Amy. And then at 5 p.m., the Week in Review with Don, Kevin, and Randy. And check out tf52.com. Click on the Donate button. Donate as much as you want so we can keep doing this. And I'm Lawrence Ross. Coming up, as I said, next week, we're going to have on Kayla out of Canada. She has a very important story that she wants to tell everyone about. So I hope that you guys tune in. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, with this past Wednesday being the two-year anniversary of me meeting uh, Trisha Paytas, I just want to... uh, Again, reiterate, thank you, Trisha, for everything. You're a very sweet woman, and you're always welcome on this program. would love to have you on one of these days. And uh, so, yeah, so this is the uh, tribute song I did for her, and this is going to lead right into the out row. So anyway, for Marcy and uh, Thomas, I'm Lawrence Ross. Good Lord willing in the creek don't rise. It's what I always say. Remember, tell someone you love that you love them and mean it. And we'll see you next Friday. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a nice weekend. Whenever you feel like you're alone and there's nobody you can rely on, this is all you need to know. Trisha Paytas, you are so sweet and so funny. Making internet money for so long now. Oh, you're a smart one. And I know you're a woman of all seasons. The fans you are pleasing them. So please take a bow. You're called the queen of YouTube and for you it's the perfect label It's the best royalty they've got yet Now it seems to me some Burger King and Taco Bell is on the table So a big mukbang is what we're gonna get Trisha Paytas Oh, you make really good covers You write songs for your lovers Filming on an iPhone And vlogging? Oh, vlogging Well, that's not just you talking Your videos make us feel like we're not alone Even when it's cold out you bring sunshine Your stuff is like a fine bottle of wine It only seems to get better with age You've really got a caring soul And to make you got a heart of gold I say 
LRWS email the show blindlords at gmail.com follow the crew on twitter twitter.com forward slash blindlords marcy underscore cat knees or LRWS waterhead become a fan of the show on facebook facebook.com forward slash LRWS productions visit the archives on either youtube.com forward slash LRWS productions or no name network.net rate and subscribe on itunes search LRWS or follow the show on spotify search LRWS. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash LRWS or Patreon.com forward slash L Ross 1987. Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm gonna goddamn hurry. This week's edition of the LRWS. Uh oh. Has just hit the brakes. Keep your ugly fucking gold bricking ass out of my beach community. You lose! Good day, sir! I was making radio shows for fun. Everybody does it. Everybody I know does. Shut up! And Baba Booey to y'all. <laughs>